0: Oh, a lot's happened since Scott Ritchie has been in the podcast booth, so much so that he's had to increase Illinois' odds of doing really well next year. Scott, where's your top 25 poll?
1: Since you're going to put me on the spot, they're a top 25 team for sure, and let's just say on June 6th, number 17.
0: All right, Ritchie will tell us why. He'll tell you about an incoming recruit doing well with Team USA He'll talk schedules in this week's podcast, Inside of Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On the Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois' retirement specialist, 356 1400. Ah, good Monday morning, everyone. Jim Rosso, Vice President of News here. About to introduce our new basketball writer. Um,. He's from Illinois. I understand he's got a little history uh, from the proud city of Eureka.
1: Yeah, a little history here at the News Gazette as well.
0: Let's introduce Scott Ritchie, a basketball beat writer. Um, he was on vacation. So that's why I have to reintroduce you, Scott.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Including to, you know, my coworkers who forgot about me entirely, I guess. Uh, when I was gone.
0: Never mind the the
1: eight years I've spent here. It's, it's Seven about, of
0: which covering basketball. It's about dang time you got back is what I'm saying. All right? You uh, leave and all hell breaks loose, of course. From transfers to, to kids making national teams to big-time schedule announcements. I'm telling you, basketball requires a beat writer who does not take vacations. I will
1: tender my resignation right now. <laughs> I
0: put that in with corporate over the weekend as a uh, as a uh, amendment to your contract
1: that you signed for me. Yes. Um, well, it's been nice knowing you. Uh, I am now officially in the transfer portal. <laughs> so, if anyone's looking for a, a
0: as basketball Josh, beat writer with experience, as Josh Whitman said, people are uh, that enter the transfer portal may not wind up anywhere. Maybe left out in the cold. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, but, you keep know, keep that in mind, Smart Alec.
1: Yeah, I'm just going you know, to bet on myself <laughs> like all these guys do. Uh,
0: we'll, we'll cut Scott some slack. Took a week off. Uh, where'd you go this time? You were in the beach last time. Uh, another beach. Okay.
1: And I went to the Outer Banks in North Carolina. Okay. Played some golf. All right. Enjoyed, uh, the seafood since okay. you're right there
0: on the ocean. They're fired up about the Tar Heels there.
1: Um, uh, maybe I don't, I didn't, I didn't actually see like any, like, like UNC stuff.
0: More so than Duke at, I think at this stage.
1: I mean, it's an interesting situation because obviously North Carolina national runners up bring back everybody, but Brady Manick, um, and seem to be in a good spot heading into next season. A lot of people maybe think they're the preseason number one. I'm not so sure necessarily. Yeah. I mean, they weren't that good until the very end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke, new coach for the first time, in, I don't know forever. Essentially, yeah. you know, John Shire replacing Mike Shashewsky, and uh, recruiting has not slacked at Duke. They have the number one class in 2022 coming in, um, including you know, Tyrese Proctor, who was in, who was part of their number one class in 2023, who reclassified. So, add another five star to the mix. Um, so we'll see you know, what John can do. Uh, kind of big shoes to fill given, you know, Coach K's just presence in college basketball.
0: Okay. I don't know if you forgot, but this is inside a line eye basketball. So, uh, I, I we'll didn't, see. but
1: you also asked me about <laughs> Duke and North Carolina. And as, you know, an AP top 25 voter, I keep up on
0: everybody. You take a week off. I understand. You become forgetful. <laughs> Things like that. I hate to
1: break it to you, but like, I'm going to take another week off in July.
0: Just to prepare you for it We're waiting for approval uh, on that one. Uh, The subcommittee will meet later this week. Uh, That's all I know.
1: I'm willing to bribe them. (laughs)
0: Uh, Speaking of uh, North Carolina, um, you see their name in there as a team that has made offseason moves to help their cause. Gonzaga. But you see Illinois in there, too. Um, That's got to be a plus for any fan of Brad Underwood's program.
1: Yeah, I mean, Illinois added two of the. I mean, there's a lot of different, like, transfer rankings out there, but kind of collectively added two of the top 10 to 15 transfers available this offseason and Taryn Shannon uh, and Matthew Meyer. Um, so for a team that was going, that was looking to be awfully young and inexperienced at this coming season, uh, it changed. You know, they got a a fifth year guy and Matthew Meyer who was part of a national championship team at Baylor played a pretty, you know, key role, you know, off the bench for that group. And then, you know, uh senior and Taryn Shannon, who again, you know, played a lot of basketball in the last 3 years at Texas Tech and a lot of successful basketball. I mean, you know, those are guys that have made the NCAA tournament run that nobody on this Illinois roster has and you know, that that's like the one thing that's sort of missing from you know, Brett Underwood's time here in Champaign is you know getting past that second round. And they've got a couple guys that have been there, done that, and I guess kind of look to be – I mean, the thing about Illinois basketball now is like no one knows what it's going to look like in November because it's so different. But Terrence Shannon and Matthew Meyer could be the top two options heading into the season. And neither of those guys was you know even a consideration like in March –
0: Seems slow to me, from a local level, uh, that the buy-in on Illinois basketball from a national level is not maybe as intense as I thought it would be after these moves.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, and I had someone bring that up to me. I was out covering a, a Unity softball sectional championship game, and someone I was there, you know, for softball, and someone talked to me about Illinois basketball because that's what people are, are, care about. It was like because Matthew Meyer had just committed the day before like ESPN was making you know, like when he narrowed his list to four the day before that, I think he, he moved quickly. ESPN had a story on it. It was like, you know, what's he going to do? North Carolina seems like such a great fit. He could just slide into that Brady manic role. And then he commits to Illinois and it's crickets nationally. So despite three 21 seasons in a row, despite a big 10 tournament title, despite, A share of Big Ten regular season title. Illinois is, like, is back. Illinois basketball is back, but they're not quite at that level where they'll get those national headlines all the time. It's just... I mean, Illinois basketball was irrelevant for such a long period of time that it takes a little bit to to generate that, that kind of interest again, I think maybe from the national standpoint, but the trajectory... Seems to be you know
0: going I, up. They were number one seed two years ago.
1: Yeah, I know. I was there. I mean, I covered right. both
0: games. It's just so is it just the the lack of NCAA tournament success that's holding them back? Probably. And I mean, honestly, like the Big
1: Ten itself. I mean, I don't know. It gets it? It gets a ton of love. I mean, people you know talk about oh, the Big Ten's never been better. You know, the last you know couple of years, but. Michigan State is still the last national champ out of the Big Ten, and um, I was in middle school when that happened. So it's twenty-two years ago now. It's it kind of is what it is, and needs maybe Illinois is a team that breaks that streak. You never know.
0: All right, AP top twenty-five voter, where is Illinois in your uh, current and always fluid poll? Twelve. Fourteen. <laughs> um,
1: that's a good question, and thank you. So, before as as I say that, just kind of stall a little bit here as I formulate the thought. I think adding Terrence Shannon got them like on the bubble. I think Matthew Meyer p- puts them in the top twenty-five, <clears throat> and like I understand that people are excited. About, you know, about those guys and about the freshmen coming in, about what Illinois could be. But, like, I don't know what that is yet or how it's going to work or how it's going to look. So I think inside the top 20 is reasonable. But I don't know that I would – because, like, I pushed hard on Illinois last year. I think I had them fifth in the preseason and mm-hmm. might have been, you know, the highest voter for them. Not quite – I'm certainly not to that point yet. Okay. I don't know that they're a top ten team, just because so much is new. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm tempering
0: expectations. Oh, you a big bit. grump! I'm not their top ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is, like,
1: there's other teams out there that oh, like there's more than Illinois, so like there's competition for that. All right, spots.
0: the Big Ten, as I've been trying to tell you since day one, it's, it's Illinois and Indiana. Well,
1: certainly not Michigan anymore.
0: I tried to tell you this. Well, when I was. You turned a deaf ear. When I had Michigan number one,
1: I was sort of thinking that Caleb Houston and Musa Diabate were going to come back to Michigan because their draft prospects didn't seem particularly. Is Jacob Granson
0: really going to Michigan?
1: Maybe. They've apparently reached out. That'd be interesting.
0: They have a a spot, they need a shooter. Pete Nance going to Michigan, or is he going to Illinois? Come on, I need to know these answers.
1: I mean, I'm tempted to give you the Marcus Jackson. Just say, don't do it, 50-50. I mean, there was lots of buzz on Pete Nance over the last month or more, maybe. Um, And I think Illinois could stand to add another big, but like, are the minutes going to be there? Are there enough minutes? I mean, I think there are, are going to be some. But, I mean, that's a a good problem to have if they get him. I just don't, like, that's going to, someone's going to be unhappy. And, like, I guess that's the way things are these days. I'm um, not going to make everybody happy, but I'm just curious, like, how that would all work. Um, but We'll see. I mean, they were certainly, I think, in on Pete Nance from the beginning when the, the there was a chance that he was gonna I don't know if he was ever gonna go back to Northwestern and I wouldn't blame him, but if he you know pulled out of the draft, which um happened. I guess I just don't know. Um and it's an interest I mean Matthew Mayer is not like a five. they got like maybe one guy that's a center on the roster, and that's Dane Danger. Um Coleman Hawkins can't play the five. Like, if they do add Pete Nance, it's not going to, I probably should remind people that like Pete Nance is not like some big bruising guy in the post. Like he's, you know, the more modern big, you know, stretch the floor. That's that's the style I think Illinois is going to be looking at. So it it would make sense to add him, but it turns into like a handful of guys that are expecting minutes like in, in there's only 80 to split at the four and the five. And who's to say, like, Ty Rogers won't get some minutes at the four or Luke Goody, eh? All
0: right, Ty Rogers, you uh, bring up more good news. Uh, must have had a good weekend with uh, Team USA. Explain.
1: Yeah, well, I think if we go, maybe is the last podcast we did, we were talking about you know, his opportunity. It was two weeks. His opportunity with the uh, U18 National team, and fairly certain I said it was like he had as good a chance as anyone of the 27 players invited to Houston to make you know, the roster for the FIBA Americas Championship, uh, which actually starts today in Mexico, um, and he made it because like when you're putting together a national team, like you want a team like. You don't just want a bunch of guys that can score but can't do anything else. And Ty Rogers does everything. So, like, that's the kind of
0: guy that can, you know, make one of those rosters. And he did. All Mm. right, then why is he not in your starting five for Illinois? I don't understand. Explain yourself. I think you've lost some of your rational thinking on one of these beaches you've been sunbathing on this last month.
1: That's maybe a fair point. Cause I, I put everything out of my mind. Uh, Get him in the, your starting
0: five is what I'm saying.
1: Who does he replace? I mean, he, I, in this scenario, I just don't, I don't know who that could possibly be. Like, it would have to be at the three or the four. And, like, they didn't bring Matthew Meyer here not to start. Like, he did not come to Champaign to come off the bench. Um. All right. Shannon. Could he display? Yeah. Two. Scott Clark at the one. And then okay. the four. The four and the five is where, like, do they start Dane Danger? Do they go more traditional? If they do, is that Coleman Hawkins at the four? Or do they go just all wings? R.J. Melendez. Like, there's a lot of guys that I think. Expect to play. Ty Rogers, I think, is one of them. That's uh, that's Brad Underwood's problem. It's not my problem. Like he's got to figure it out, and I don't know how you do that because there's lots of interchangeable pieces. But because of that, there's not like you can say like these are your five. There's no there's no doubt or question about it. There's lots of questions.
0: Ed Bond also shaking his head. Our executive producer for Inside Lineup Basketball befuddled as well.
1: I'd like to take this time to remind you and everyone that Brad Underwood doesn't care who starts. Mm. I think that's maybe a direct quote from the coach.
0: That's what all coaches say.
1: Yeah, you know who cares who starts? Like everybody else.
0: Right. Like every <laughs> player, every player's parents, every, every fan. fan.
1: Yeah. Um I, know. I think with Ty Rogers is a piece you can bring off the bench. Play him starters minutes because he's so positionally versatile, I think that's a a weapon in that
0: second unit. All right, uh, Sunday's News Gazette. How about we'll see Richie's projected starting five, his updated top 25 rankings, and maybe who else can join the roster? Yes? Uh, sure. All right, good. Sunday's News Gazette, pick it up. If you're here this week, that's... I, I, I right. should just leave again. <laughs> All right, while well, you're gone, Brad Underwood golfed at uh, Atkins Golf Club. That opened uh, over the weekend. New home of Illinois golf. Uh, let me see. New AstroTurf on the, on the field at Memorial Stadium. A big recruiting weekend for Illinois football. What the heck's going on? Richie? Look.
1: Well, they got three. <clears throat> excuse me, they got three commitments on Sunday yesterday, which mm-hmm. um, just further reinforces the, the idea that, like Brad Bioma wants to focus on large human beings. It was another offensive lineman, uh, a defensive lineman, which is I think where the emphasis really should be. And I am with Lauren Tate on that one. If you can recruit defensive linemen that are good, you are going to be better as program. And then another edge rusher from the state. So, at this moment, right now, June 6th, Illinois, in the 24-7 composite for football,
0: ranks one spot higher than Alabama. Hmm. That might be making the social media rounds, I would guess.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. Don't look too closely at it, though. Okay. Illinois has got seven commitments. Uh, Alabama has got four. If you look at, like, the average ranking per recruit – the Crimson Tide
0: might be significantly better. Yeah. That they're in the same conversation, though, is a step forward for uh, Brett Bielema. Uh, he also was out at the golf outing. Good to see.
1: Yeah, the one downside of my vacation was I missed my opportunity to play
0: mm-hmm. Atkins. Free golf for a lot of people. I don't know if I would have allowed that on your part. I'm not, you sure I tell me. I'm not sure I would have asked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the the best way to get around that is just don't ask and just do it and hope I don't find out about it. Uh, What else is new? Scott Ritchie on the basketball front.
1: Okay, well, we talked about Ty Rogers and his USA basketball opportunity. Okay. And the U.S. does play today at, uh, I believe it's 7.30 Central Time. Okay. um, Against the Dominican Republic. And those games are, you can stream them. They they are streamed. You can watch them on YouTube. So there's an opportunity to watch Ty play. I'll get right on that. Sure. I mean... (laughs) You know, the last time this event was held, because it didn't happen in 2020, it was 2018, Io DeSumo was one of the best players for Team USA, won a gold medal, so maybe Ty Rogers will bring another gold back to Champaign. And there's an opportunity for a future Illini to do the same. Merez Johnson, uh, Class of 2024, commits you know, power forward out of St. Rita, uh, was named to the... Uh, Training camp roster for the U17 team today, and they're going to be training in Colorado Springs from June 18th through the 25th, uh, and they'll cut down that 35-man roster to 12 for the FIBA U17 World Cup, which happens in this July in Spain. Um, so, you know, Merez Johnson, obviously, is the Illinois commit, but lots of Illinois targets, recruiting targets. They also are going to be at that training camp. Um, one former target, but with CU ties, Kylan Boswell, mm-hmm. is going to take part. And he was on the U16 team last summer that won gold. Um, odds are he's probably going to make the roster. Um, but some other Illinois targets, they're still you know, actually targets. Uh, Wesley Yates is a class of twenty twenty-three guard from Beaumont, Texas. Then in the class of twenty twenty-four, there's James Brown, who is Merez Johnson's teammate at St. Rita. Um uh John Will Fland, who's a point guard out of Archbishop Stepanak in New York. Um Trey Johnson is that's a different Trey Johnson. There's too many Trey Johnsons. Uh but Carter Knox is a class of twenty twenty four guard out of Tampa, younger brother of Kevin Knox, who's in the NBA. Uh, Liam McNeely from Texas. Jamari Phillips is a guard from California. And then class of 2025, Coa Pete is a uh, forward from Arizona. All those guys are on Illinois' recruiting board and obviously have a terrific opportunity. Part here. of the Pete family. Coa Pete. P-E-A-T. Of the Andrews Pete mm-hmm. and of the, the
0: Champagne Connection Comes Pete. down to Todd Pete. That's a good question. All right, I'm look that up for next podcast if you could. Why am I no longer interested in high school recruiting? See, you just used to used to get excited when you gave me those names. Now it's like, just wait till somebody gets dissatisfied at their programming <laughs> transfer
1: because, like, college basketball coaches might be dissatisfied. All right, with I just uh, no high longer basketball recruiting. Well, it's it's different because let's just say, and this is a low ball in the number because, like, but like f- you have four open scholarships heading into the next season, and it's tended to be many many more but like two three years ago even it's like those all four might have been high school recruits now right it's maybe 50 50 like you save some spots for the off-season because there's 1800 players in the transfer portal and That's the only, like, Brad Underwood's big thing is, you know, get old, stay old. That's the only way to do it now because so many players transfer. If they're not playing as, you know, freshmen or sophomores, then they're out. Like, they're not going to stick around. Um, So, yeah, I think that that's the, one of the unintended consequences, I guess, is, like, if you're a high school basketball recruit and you've got an offer, like, you have a committable offer because there are different kinds of offers take it and sign as soon as you can because that that same offer might not be there
0: in the spring all right got some scheduling news love schedules everybody loves schedule talk yeah full schedule not come out till what august yeah
1: gotta wait for the big the big tens usually like they'll do theirs like the end of july early august um but most of Illinois' non-conference schedule, at least the the big ones, are already decided, and that pretty much became locked in you know, at the end of the last week where Illinois is going to play in the Jimmy V Classic um, December 6th, I believe, um, against Texas at Madison Square Garden in New York City. So that's part of a doubleheader you know, there. Um, with Iowa playing Duke as well. Um kinda interesting. Uh, <laughs> and Terrence Shannon tweeted about it. It was like it'd be another opportunity for him to play against Chris Beard. Which is and, you know, I guess at at tech last year he he and the Red Raiders kind of owned, you know, their former coach. Um, but so that's a big game. Like when we wanna talk about Illinois getting like the national spotlight, the Jimmy V Classic puts the, I mean that's one of the more known, you know, events on the college basketball schedule. Um, so that's there's your Illinois is getting some some recognition,
0: but Go, going to Vegas. Don't well, know the pairings.
1: Um, well, they're gonna play <coughs> two of Virginia, Baylor, and UCLA. So mm-hmm. you get two good games. There, I mean, regardless of what the the matchups are, then. I mean, obviously there's bragging rights. Missouri has a brand new team. I don't think I think they brought back like two guys, maybe, but uh you know, Dennis Gates got hired, you know, from Cleveland State, brought some of his guys with him. Totally new look for the Tigers. But I mean that game's always bragging rights is bragging rights. It's people get you know excited for that. Um Big Ten A C C Challenge, those pairings, you know, haven't been you announced yet, but I mean, Illinois will be in it because every Big Ten team always plays in it.
0: How about Illinois North Carolina?
1: I think that'd be fine.
0: Okay. And Is it a home game this year, or do we know yet?
1: I'm trying to think who they played last year. Played North Notre Dame and Champaign, so probably will be on the road. But okay. if it's, I've never covered a game in the Dean Dome, so that'd be fun. I've been in it. It was set up for Maybe like, you'll
0: be on vacation that week.
1: I mean, probably not. Like, during the season, I don't take vacation. During mm. the summer, I try not to be here as just much at. as I can. am just wondering if I can.
0: You take a lot of vacations, a lot of time off.
1: I'm taking every day that is owed to me. And I suggest to all the listeners take a day that you have, don't give them up.
0: Free money j rosso at newsgazette dot com if you're interested in becoming a beat writer
1: <laughs> uh, there, there's no deadline for the beat writer transfer portal so <laughs> I can jump in at any time
0: uh of course that schedule like we said comes out august then we can um, maybe that time the roster will be set as well what yeah what's well, some, I mean, it kinda, what may kinda
1: kind of has to be because you know the school year
0: starts what, like the third do the, the kids still go to quarters? school right as far as I know uh, I assume that they are still okay. taking classes. It's, it's a different world I live in now.
1: Yeah, I mean it is, but I think that part of it is still
0: they got to go to class a requirement. You sure?
1: I guess I'm not sure. Okay, check on that, could you? <laughs> I, that's yeah, that's a question I got for Brad Underwood. So, do your guys still go to class?
0: Inquiring minds? Anybody in college, you get a lot of money, right? NIL money, you get. Well,
1: I mean, I think there are some people that get a lot of money. I think everybody else is like. For the most part, like college athletes as a whole. I'm get a degree. Who do you
0: think's getting the most NIL money at Illinois? Right now. Right now? Yeah. I think that's like kind of a wide open
1: competition because it was gonna be Kofi. Right. Because like the uh, Atlanta Guardians were actively working to put together a compensation package. Mm-hmm. All it's saying this stuff out loud is still just something. But uh, since he's gone, I mean I think you know, Sky Clark signed a deal with Rock Nation Sports, so I think he's probably be close to the top of that list. Um, you know, the new guy. I mean,
0: will that list ever come out? Will uh, Will we get to a point where the transparency becomes a factor? And like the ty- uh,
1: If we were, co- if I was covering like Miami, then sure, because the one guy that's f- mm-hmm. footing the bill, like he's the reason <laughs> he created the Isaiah Wong situation because he said Nigel Pack is going to sign a two year deal for eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Um, So, yeah, I think if they – I think everyone should just say that. Because, I mean, that's what – it's free agency now. And, like, that's why now part of the reason why – and another reason why players transfer is because, like, if you stay where you're at, like, your NIL opportunities are what they are. They're not going to get better. But if, like, you're going to transfer, if you're a free agent, Mm -hmm. those guys get paid. And that's like the case in every sport that has like actual free agency. This is like like free agency adjacent, but
0: I sense Illinois is doing a pretty good job with it, though. I don't have any factual proof, but the vibes I get.
1: I mean, I think the fact that they've got this collective, I think the fact that they have a collective, because that's what like a lot of the higher profile programs, like Texas A and M, like they had the number one football recruiting class and. This year, and Nick Saban started that whole kerfuffle with Jimbo Fisher by saying that they paid for all, however, $30 million or whatever for all their recruits. If they did, I mean, that's fine because you can do that now, but it was a collective that did it, and Illinois is getting in on that, and we'll see how much that they can raise.
0: All right, welcome back, really. I mean, it's Scott Ritchie. I'm glad to have you back in the podcast booth. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. It'd be two weeks in a row, so that's a lot to ask. I think so. Okay. I don't want to make any your, promises. It's the summer. Like, I'm... Check your little calendar.
1: I do a lot between, like, August and, well, forever. But,
0: like, June, July? Eh. You're more of a Lake Shelbyville guy to me, in my eyes than a Outer Banks. Dude. I have in been to Lake Shelbyville, and
1: I don't in know how long. Lake, maybe. Yeah, I'm a little
0: concerned. Like, if there's just like radiation in the water. I love it where it bubbles. <laughs> yeah, I used to love swimming in that neck of the woods. Uh, so warm.
1: Yeah, well, should I've got three years now, but should it be warm? <laughs> That's my question. Um, you know, you know, pontoon out on Lake Shelbyville. That's all right. there's some appeal to that.
0: All right. Well, Scott Richie, any any parting thoughts uh, regarding college basketball before I let you go?
1: I mean, the fact that it's June and there is still just so much up in the air about Illinois, about college basketball as a whole. I mean, it just further illustrates that this is a twenty-four-seven, three-sixty-five sport now, just like the NBA, just like the NFL. Um, except for when I am va- on, except for when I am on vacation. Then, like, I knew there was probably stuff happening last week. I did not get on Twitter at all.
0: Good for you. Bad for everybody else. We are glad you are back. We will talk to you next Monday.